0: So, what were, what were the calls that? What specifically, though, were the calls or choices that you made yesterday that you would do differently if given the chance?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get into that because it's that that would be you know talking to the next opponent, you know. So, I, I mean, I would say that into you know certain areas and you get into certain situations, you know, you always look at, as a play caller. If you're an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator, you look at it and say, "Hey, what would I do better
2: here, and how would I grow in this moment?" And uh, you always have to do that. By the touchdown to Williams, uh, their second to last touchdown, where Jalen and Eddie were. What did you guys diagnose and kind of what went wrong to let him get behind them?
1: Okay, you're talking about the 30, 30 yeah, 30.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: so that, that's just we just got to play that deep short, and we got to be back, you know. And uh, Kyler's got to sink back and be underneath the sail, right, and give the flat route away. So we just got to play deep to short on that, and uh, we got to do a better job.
3: Matt, you went for two fourth downs early in the game and made them, did not go for the fourth down in the fourth quarter. What was the difference? that you wish you were more aggressive there?
1: Matt? Yeah, I would say that the fourth downs early were good decisions. You know, the fourth and one and the fourth and two, uh, those are both good. And, uh, you know, we got to capitalize on those and turn those both into touchdowns. But uh, I would say that uh, later in the game, where the game was where it was, uh, based on what we've seen to that point, um, we like our decisions on fourth down, not going for it and kicking those field goals.
3: And what happened to, to Braxton Jones when he came off the field? What was going on there?
1: Yeah, so on that one, uh, the officials came over to me and said, hey, you because know, they have the right to do that or the, or a spotter does, right? So they said, hey, we're going to pull him off. And I said, why? And they said, well, he said he was you know, dizzy, but then he got evaluated. And he came right back in, was clear. So that was where it was.
3: He was the only I can't see. So what was? Yeah, what
2: that
4: was all about. Yeah,
2: they, he was evaluated and returned back okay. to us. So, so okay, that's that's all, that's all I have. That's all I knew. So yeah, the timeout that you took um, when they had the ball at the goal line. Yeah, so you did that to give your offense a shot. Yep. The clock's running. They, what, what's the math there or calculus between deciding to bang the timeout as opposed to seeing what they can do because they didn't have any timeouts left?
1: Yeah. Yeah, certainly you're, uh, they had time to run a play, you know, for sure. Um, you're just trying to conserve time uh, so you have a chance at the end there. And, uh, you know, you could get into a long conversation when to use defensive timeouts. so you' get know, be here for four hours, but um, that's what we did.
0: With with Justin as a runner, is it sustainable for him to run the ball as frequently as he did no. yesterday going forward? It isn't. And was there an element of surprise you were hoping to use, maybe thinking of it the lines which sitting there saying, well, maybe he won't run as much as you know we're used to seeing him. Yeah. I think that number is, you know, I think 18, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: And typically, yeah. 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 So I would say that, uh, you know, some of those are disconnects, you know, where he's reading it and they were crashing pretty hard yesterday. So um, you now some of those are reads by him and uh, we called a couple more, you know, uh, yesterday. So again, it should be around, you know, in that range. You know, but you don't want to go you know, be that high all the time. But, uh, again, he's going to have runs where he scrambles around and does a good job. What I what I do think he did a good job yesterday was he made connections down the field and had his eyes down the field before he crossed the line.
0: Like the Moore yeah. touchdown.
1: Yeah, the Moore touchdown. And then even like the one where it broke down a little bit, and it, it, I think it was play four where he delivered it to Moore. Is
0: that the side yeah. The side yeah, that the sidearm? Yeah, that was a cool
1: play. And then to start the third quarter, there was one, too, on the a side pocket, right, where he scrambled around and threw it on a side there so um, those are those are growth you know that's growth and that's really cool to watch him do that to be able to keep his protection in the
0: pocket right and then be able to look down the field and deliver the ball oh,
5: you're, you're the listening ball. to wmvp am chicago
0: justin is what was it like to have him back in terms of bringing a different element to your offense?
5: it
1: was
0: it was good you know like i said yesterday he played well
1: you know he played well and you know, it's uh, all about, you know, having that continuity now with, with the receivers and getting them back into the flow. And I thought for his first first performance, he did well.
3: Matt, on the touchdown to J- Jameer Gibbs, the first one for Detroit, was there a reason why Dylan Cole's in the game instead of Jack Sandborn?
1: Yeah, that was rotation. That was because of the goal line. Because we, go- we were rotating our mics, right? Because Jermaine was, you know, obviously ailing all week. And I commend him for coming back. You know, he worked out during before the game. You know, and then and it came back, you know, because he's had that, you know, knee and all those things, and uh, he did a good job. But in goal line, we're rotating the mic, so we just left
2: doing that there at the right backer. And with, with Montez, he told us after the game that he wants fresh bodies out there, so there's going to be times that he might sub himself out. Yep. When you looked at his play count, you looked at the final drive, is that what you would have wanted, or is, is he the type of guy that you obviously prefer to be out there more? Well, you know, he's he's obviously the answer
1: to your last part for sure. We want him out there more. But, you know, those guys are rotating, you know, and, and when they, you know, Travis rotates them in and out, usually it's, you know, they're you know five to seven plays somewhere in there during a two-minute drive like that. You know, you just got to get platoon them and get them in there fresh. And then when those those lead dogs are, are fresh, you just you put them back in,
0: you know. So you just got to do that because those guys are, you know, throwing their fastball every time. You, you said we could have a long conversation about when to use defensive timeouts. Have you ever used a defensive timeout just to – Make sure everybody you know takes a breather, and you get your best rusher back on the field. Uh, yeah, you can do that. You can do that for sure. That's, that's definitely that's definitely
1: something
3: that we, we've done in the past. You know, with as much as you have invested in Sweat, shouldn't he be out there for more than 39 out of 62? For instance, Hutchinson played like 92 percent of of the Lions' snaps Isn't 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 uh, Sweat that kind of player for you or isn't he expected so what's one of our
1: best players he really is and that's just how we do it we pl- we platoon our guys and keep them fresh that way
5: that's how we do it matt matt going back to justin and that conservative play calling in the in the fourth quarter you guys have
6: said that part of your evaluation of him is seeing him operate the offense in two minute drills and the game situations how do you guys get a full evaluation of him as a quarterback if you aren't letting him throw the ball in those situations.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like the last play we talked about, right, with the route of DJ and he threw it over top. I mean, that would have been a spectacular play if we connected on that. You know, and uh, we, we were right there. You know, we just got to do a good job of executing in that moment. And that's what we're talking about as a group. You know, taking accountability is offense, defense, and kicking about finishing.
2: You know, the right way. And uh, and uh, we, we have to do that. And with uh, with uh, the center position, what went into the decision for, for Feeney to be the guy? Yeah, so that's really just about prep.
1: You know, you only can prep one center to back up. You know, and Feeney was the guy to do that. And uh, he obviously has experience at that position. And then Cody was going to back up the guard spot. So
0: uh, we just felt that was the best continuity at the time. Did the Lucas injury come as a result of the hit he took on? Say it again. Say it again. The uh, the Patrick injury, the back injury? Yeah. Uh, Was that on the – when the Lions thought there was a fumble and they were returning, it looked like he got broadsided pretty good. Is is that where he got hurt? And was that a legal – Block in your opinion?
1: Yeah, so we well, you know we obviously we're looking at that. We we'll have the league look at that um, because the, the the play was blown down, right. right? And then you know Lucas was pursuing, and then he ended up getting hit right there, and that's unfortunate, you know. And I uh, talked to the ref about it, and you know we, we discussed it, and we'll we'll leave it at that, and then uh, we'll see what they say. When you look at the
0: the four field goals you guys had, yeah, throughout the game, second quarter, third quarter, and two in the fourth. Um, what stands out to you? as far as missed opportunities in those cases to get seven instead of three?
1: Um, you know, really just about, you know, uh, executing on the third down. You know, you got to do a good job of getting it on the third down. And, and if, it, if it was in our parameters for that particular part in the game, uh, we were going to go like, like we did uh, earlier in the game. And then uh, you just got to do a good job of executing on the, on third down. Um, to me, that's what it's all about, you know, and then you can end up punching it in there, you know, so, you know, it's always a, uh, um, on offense, when you get a takeaway, you know from your from your uh, group, like we did in the second half, you got to score and really do a good job. That's called complimentary football, and uh, we got to keep doing that. And I showed the guys the difference between the, you know, when we're last seven games when we were in the plus side of that takeaway margin. I know it didn't work out yesterday, but man, we put ourselves in position because of that, and that's the winning formula that we have to have going forward. And uh, it's important that we protect it, which we did a good job. Um, you know, on T. Scott's, he just got to violently tuck the ball. He took two steps without the ball being tucked, and we talked about that today. And uh, we got to keep doing it on defense, and that gives us an opportunity
2: to win the game um, in the fourth quarter. Now we just got to finish. Earlier in the season, we talked to you about just the idea of learning to win. Yep. What well, you guys went through us here. Is that when you have that lead, are these guys still just – are they lacking is it the not having enough opportunities with the lead in the fourth quarter not having opportunities to close games out these guys just don't have that experience as much to know what they need to do and even coaching staff too just not being in these situations left that you still have to kind of learn to win in these situations Yeah
1: and I, and I pointed to the Washington game and I pointed to the Vegas game you know and I know that uh, you know the opponent we played is a very good opponent you know uh, yesterday. I understand that but uh, I will say this that we did, we did finish there. And that, that's, those are the moments that we did finish the right way. You know, we finished with, you know, third down, fourth down stops on defense. We finished with takeaways, you know, scoring on, on, on defense at the other, other side and also the four minute offense. You know, both things work together and, uh, you got to do a great job on four minute offense and you got to do a great job on that two minute defense and that sacks and takeaways and end of the game on fourth down. Um, so that's what we got to do together.
5: There's Matt Eberflus, the head coach. He'll address uh, more with Waddle and Sylvia and hour from now on the coach's show. They might press him a little bit more about the the decision there to call that timeout with 31 seconds to go. I know, uh, as you heard if you were listening earlier, Black was pretty hot about that. Black and Abdallah tonight, by the way, are out and about at Anastasia's. That's a great place. We haven't been there in years. That's in Antioch, up, up north by the border. So if you're up north tonight, go see the boys uh, six to eight with Lance Briggs. Lance will join them for the final hour. They're going to be at Anastasia's in Antioch tonight. Uh, obviously, trying to get a little time there for the offense, knowing that they were at the two yard line. You guys were making the argument you should have probably just at that point dug in because the Lions didn't yeah. have a time out left. So, and maybe you guys are right. Um, I, I in the moment I, I yesterday I can't pretend like I thought. Oh, what are they doing? I. I Figured, okay, he's going to call this now because he's going to want some time for his offense to have the football. Lions are going to go in, in all likelihood. I, I see the counter to that, though, and what you guys are saying. And then you got a kind of a typical Matt Eberford who's like, well, we could talk four hours about when to take defensive timeouts. And I, I don't know. Maybe he's right. And maybe it's a little bit more nuanced. But uh, I, I certainly didn't think they should have been using timeouts, stopping the clock before that. Why? And maybe they shouldn't have I... in that moment.
7: Maybe you should have let Detroit sort of scramble and maybe screw up why was your team so discombobulated at that point? That's what I would have asked. That, that, I mean, that's the question right there. Why was your team so discombobulated? They were discombobulated a few times on those last two drives yes. on defense. Let's face yes. it. Like that blitz. They're looking in certain directions. They're not looking at the play. The play's off. The guys are looking to the side. That, that's Sam Bourne and Kyler oh, Gordon what blitz. When I, I showed mean, that you Yerkes, that, it's like, oof. I, the ball is out of his hand before they even, not even engaged, before they ever got to the but line of scrimmage. Before they got to the line the of scrimmage. The original line of scrimmage. The
5: ball was out. I mean, out. you're
7: not putting pressure on anybody there. No. The ball
5: was out of Goff's hands. yeah You sent two guys to blitz. They were so far from the line of scrimmage that we're not exaggerating. By the time they even got close to lay a finger on an offensive lineman, the ball was out of Jared Goff's hand. Yep. What kind of a blitz is that? It's awful. That's what it is. It's uh, awful. You know, and so, there's so much. There's so much. Uh, that drive, when they made it a 12-point game, that drive was awesome. They chewed up a bunch of clock. Oh, I, they I, converted I, I, third downs. That, that's
7: winning football. They, that's, that's what that's I winning football. That's con-
5: winning football. They converted three third downs. They were aided on another by a penalty, that by a holding late. penalty. Number 32, the yeah. guy that was killing yeah, them on range. the blitz. So, they, But they converted on their own three third downs. they chewed up like eight minutes, remember? Yeah. Now, did they make an error going for it, fourth and five at the Lions 21? I don't think so. You made a nine-point game, 12. You made them score two touchdowns to beat you. I love aggressive football and going for it. I don't think he was wrong to go kick the field goal there to
7: make 9-12 unless, unless, at fourth and five. Unless, because you're only up by nine, you play more aggressively defensively. Unless only being up by nine, you play more aggressively. Because clearly the two went hand in hand. His decision to now play conservative. Because they needed two touchdowns. And to play soft. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unless they went hand in hand with how he we was starting to call the football game. Believe it or not, the one I second-guessed a little bit more, wasn't that fourth down play? Earlier.
5: It was the fourth and a foot from the Lions 23 with 14 minutes to go. They kicked a 40-yard field goal to make it a nine-point game. I might say, come on, Carm, you're making it a nine-point game. You're going from six to nine, but fourth and a foot? And why this team can't, with Justin Fields, who's a tank, Uh, better execute? uh, I'm sorry if people are sick of it, too. I'm getting a little sick of it. A tush-push, whatever the hell you want to call it. Why they can't execute better on those and why they even got stopped in the first place on the third down play, but from fourth and a foot? Now that I'll second-guess maybe a little. You can't get a foot there? See what happens? Keep that drive going. Chew up even more clock. Maybe you score a touchdown there. Fourth and a foot at the 23? What does Yurko say? You
7: keep bypassing six for three. Right. Good luck to you. Multiply by threes, and it's a long way in this league. And I thought it was going to cost Denver yesterday. I thought it was too. I thought it was going to cost Denver. All
5: right, we'll take a break here. We just listened to Iberflus. again. He'll be on in an hour on the coaches show with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll cross talk with the boys at two. But if you want to sound off, if you've got questions, if you're looking for answers, if you just want to vent, as the Bears fall to three and eight, three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back.
4: Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko.
5: Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000.
7: Snap back to Fields. Stepping up. Gonna launch. Down the right seam. To the end zone. To Moore for the touchdown. Touchdown Bears. You will not find a prettier throw at a catch where he had a run to the ball in the paint. Put it on the board, baby. Bears in front,
5: 19-14. Jeff Joniak and your home for the Bears. That was one of the highlights. There were a bunch until the last couple of minutes, that's for sure. Lions doing everything they can to give the Bears the game. They wouldn't take it. It's unbelievable. To be a plus three and to have the ball for 40 minutes and lose is impossible. First time it's ever happened in the NFL. We're not kidding. First time since uh, 1932, at least, when they've got the most accurate uh, data on those couple of uh, situations. Yeah. Uh, that's three or more turnovers uh, th- three or better in turnover margin plus three or better and uh, 40 minutes or more time of possession, possession time yeah. the bears became the first team since 1932 to lose an NFL
7: game I mean, uh, hitting those marks it's almost impossible it's almost impossible plus three in turnover ratio is 85% win percentage anyway yes. right there yeah but so at least you see like okay in this case yeah. a 15% of the time there might be a loss. Crazy. If you control the ball for 40-plus minutes, I don't even know what the percentage is. The two of those combined should be unbeatable. Well, and
5: had been up until yeah. yesterday. Never uh, never had a loss. Unbeatable. So he never had a loss. That was a pretty throw. He missed D.J. Moore in the end zone in the first half. It was a bad throw. That Unbeatable. Was a, that was a beautiful throw. And you heard Iberflus talk about it. That's climbing the pocket, not running. Yeah. Climbing the pocket with your eyes down that the field. And making the throw. And then did you hear at the very end of that highlight what Joniak said about DJ Moore running to the ball? That's what Yurko said about Tyler Scott. Yeah. The great ones
7: in this league run, run through, the ball.
5: through the football. You run through
7: the football. And they had it, man. You don't stop your feet and start leaning. You keep running. I
5: love Tyler Scott. I think there's a lot to like, but he had a rough game yesterday. The fumble yeah. and then that, that you know, yeah. not being able to
7: secure that catch. He's so fast. You see what he does? Right. The corner's. He I gets thought, by him. He had a step. I thought he blocked well. well he did. He, he blocked on a play. He had to take on the lineman. Allowed uh, Justin Fields to step up in the pocket and make completion. So at least he's willing to engage. Let's go to... Oh, I'm watching the highlights of uh, a world-class great cornerback from the Dallas Cowboys. Deron Bland. made a great interception. Got up and returned it That's for great. a touchdown. His fourth of the year. 11 interceptions in his first two seasons. That is what we call a great... Cornerback. He, is, he is a great cornerback. Deron Bland has eleven. When you picks. have three interceptions in four years, and you drop an interception that you could return ninety-eight yards for a touchdown yesterday. Our good cornerback made a good play. He didn't make a great play yesterday, and that's part of your problem. And remember, you can't pay good players great money. Remember that, and remember that when he's gone.
5: Got it. I'll remember. You don't have to remind me. Calvin's on the south side. What's up, Calvin?
4: Hey, what's up, Carmen? What's up, York, man? Just an old-timer, man, just getting my rocks off, man. What I was going to say is, man, is y'all, y'all two just be spot-off. First of all, like I said, um, with Montez Sweat, I like how he engaged in York. With that sack. his technique, is fundamental was great. The thing is, you don't have no other game buses outside that line. Like, you, you know, you win games up front, and, you know, that – conservative nonsense with Eddie Jackson and, like you said, Jalen Johnson, both of those people can go. I mean, because, like I say, we surprisingly have done good with our corners. I like what Stevenson can provide. You know, I'm more impressed with Fields, but the problem is, is the coach is a joke. Like, how could anybody win with this man talking about his leader of men? But look at the results he produces. He plays not to lose. That's why we lose. And, like I said, when you look at how we break things down, it's like it's the same nonsense from Decades from 75 to on when I was watching from Peyton, one year in 85, and we've just been mediocre at best, you know. We get coaches that once we get rid of them, nobody else wants them. But, you know, (laughs) typical Bears. But, like I said, y'all keep hitting real things out here because, like I said.
5: Thanks, Calvin. Appreciate it. Calvin said something there that I was thinking about yesterday, too, in those final couple of drives, and I was thinking about it today, Yerk. There is an element to what he was hinting at where sometimes – no matter how good or bad your scheme is or how good or bad your defensive play calls are or a guy in the secondary making a missing a t- whatever, sometimes what the Bears really needed yesterday, when you're up 12 points with four minutes to play, you need someone on your defensive line to make a play. A play yeah. And they
7: got close a couple times. Right, that, oh, that little stunt right at the beginning and uh, uh, Nagakwe almost got, got to, to the almost. quarterback. Like, like, what is, didn't get there.
5: What has happened uh, basically week in and week out for the Steelers? T.J. Watt makes a play. Yes. Miles Garrett makes a play. Right, Micah Parsons makes a play. Right. Nick Bosa makes right. a play. Aiden Hutchinson made a play yesterday. Darnell yeah. Wright had a pretty good game. Right. Except Aiden Hutchinson made Final a play. play. Final play. Like, yeah. And the Bears really
7: and I like Sweat. Sweat was only on the field for sixty three percent of the right. snaps, which seemed odd to and me. Eberflus's explanation of that is crap. Yeah, that seemed odd. You pay the he's your highest paid defensive lineman. He's getting paid twenty plus twenty plus million a year. He's got to be on the field at least eighty seven point five percent of the time. Seven eight. I understand you want to give him a break. I get it. Not everybody. Reggie would come off the field because he had to. He's exhausted. Sure. You could put about six pass rushes together. After that, you, you, you might as well bring a guy in with zero talent at 100%, and he's going to give you a better pass rush than Reggie's going to give you on that seventh play. Montez Sweat's sack yesterday came when he was unblocked, and he closed down the quarterback. He gave chase. He caught up quick. He put his finger in the face of MC Rick. What he did was got right there, and he took him to the ground, and that's what you want to see. But he was unblocked. of the plays, 7 out of 8. That's what I need my 20-plus million-dollar defensive end. Now that he's acclimated to the Chicago Bears, that's what I want to see. Period. I mean, they had 10 days. Period. Like He was on the field for 63% of the snaps. If you want to play Yannick Nagakwe? if you want to play him, 65% of the plays. He had more snaps. Right, but that's fine. You can do that. I'm not going to argue with you. Sweat needs to be out there though now. This is where we need sweat and we need a lot of
5: sweat. And, and I and I and I will say, like you you're waiting for it. Like who on that D yeah. line is gonna make a play? And they really don't have that. And maybe Sweat can be that guy. I do like Montez Sweat. Uh, but like but that's what else what, was missing right. yesterday.
2: But here's that's what I don't expect. That's what else expect.
7: was missing in the final two drives. I don't expect my run stopper. I don't expect Billingsley to get there. No, no, of course not. Billings, what's his name, Billings? Billings I don't expect Billings, Billings to be able not. to get there. He's a run stopper. I've, uh, you're, that's I'm what the with man you. does in Again, the middle. The names I rattled off. Right.
5: Those guys Jones. make a play. Right. Those guys make a play in the moment that help secure a win for their team. And the Bears could not do that either for What number for you? is Sweat now?
7: What Sweat 98, wearing? right? Is 98? 98, boys? Yeah, 98. So 98, 91, 95. Them are the guys that expect to get to quarterback. Listen, Dexter's getting better. But you knew he was going to be a work in progress. Okay, he's not Bryant Young coming out of college. He's not. He's not that guy. He's not Cortez Kennedy. He's not Warren Sapp. He's not that guy that got drafted in the first round is going to be a stud. He's a second round guy that's got to take a little time to develop because he's got to turn the beat around. He's got to turn his mindset around from being more of a conservative two-gap player to an aggressive player in the pros. That's going to take a little bit of time. Joe's on the south side. What's up, Joe?
8: Hey, how you doing, fellas? Just want to say always, always good to listen to you. What's up, All you. right. Let's just be honest here. This kid Fields, he just don't have it. All right? And you might say, okay, I'm a fanatic or whatever. But listen, when my wife goes to bed at night, I turn around and I watch the game again. I got it recorded. Watch all the of offensive plays. Justin Fields, he doesn't go through his progressions. He stares down receivers. You stared down D.J. Moore on the long pass. You stared down D.J. Moore when he came across the middle. He doesn't throw to a spot. He waits till his receivers turn around and look at him. That's number one. Number two, this coaching staff, they're not up to par. They play scared. They play not to lose. We're in the same position that we're always in. I don't understand it. I don't know why we keep getting these same coaching staffs, but – Either way, the kid don't have it. We shouldn't keep him around, and this coaching staff—they don't have it. All right, that's pretty much it, fellas. Thank
5: you. I don't think Justin
7: was the problem yesterday,
5: personally. Uh, I I mean, some of that is true, but Justin was not the problem yesterday.
7: Can Justin be Lamar Jackson? That's what I asked. Oh, I mean, can he be Lamar Jackson? That's the question. Uh, yeah, how close I, I, is he to being Lamar Jackson? I don't know. I is don't, he close I, or is he not close? Are they worlds apart? Mm, are they in the same? Uh, are they in the same county? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cook County's got like seven different zip uh, uh, area codes. So I can't say area code because that would put him really close. But is he in the same county? Great question. I mean, and then how far? Is he in Skokie and then I'm down in Calumet City? That's the is same county. Is it that far or is it like he's on the north side and he's on the south side? I mean, I don't you can win
3: like... with yesterday's performance.
7: Yes. Uh, yeah, I think you can. can. That's yes, a winning performance in the National that Football That was a league. winning uh, performance in the National yes I, 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 yes. I
5: don't think you can win consistently having your quarterback run the ball 18 times a game. But no, I Why? see what
7: you're I saying. For for a, g- like right, a, yeah. Because he'll break down. Yeah, of course. Eli- for- and they never call a penalty when he gets
6: hit. But wasn't that part of the game plan? Like, look at last the last two games against the Lions. Last year he had over 100 yards rushing in each of those games. Yeah. Yeah, might have Don't been a you know bit. and just go? Hey, like this is going to have to be a you running the ball game because we it worked last it's, year it's, it's, and so it's going to keep us in the game this year. Usually
5: not very sustainable, but yeah, I think you can win with that. I I, I do. I think you can. I'd still, I still listen. I I guess I'm greedy. I'm I want to see a quarterback someday that. All right. I'd like to see Joe Burrow. I'd he's, like to see even. Josh. Right. I mean, I'm, I don't think Josh Allen is perfect, but I yeah. I, I, I'd like I, to see Josh I, Allen. Here's your I, dilemma.
7: I, am I being too greedy? Justin Fields is a quarterback that you've got to have the parts around, also, and you also need to play at or near the lead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think things have to be the, the kind the game, of the a game perfect storm cannot for him. get away from you, right? Because then you don't have the ability to make the comeback. In three years, in if he, if he's down by six he's got a chance to get it done, right? If he's down by maybe nine, you got a chance to get it done. But if you go down 14 nothing. I don't know, yeah. I, I, but it, I, I, and yesterday, it, wasn't, just, I, it can't I, get done. It, it can't get done, and it, the coaching staff may not, hey, I have the wherewithal to find a way to get that thing back within seven and then bring it back even a little bit closer. Um, right. That's the kind of quarterback that you have right now. With the lead, within nine points of the lead... I think the Bears are always going to have a chance to be in the game. But if the game gets away from you early, he's never going to pull them a Mahomes against the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs. Who would you rather have, C.J. Stroud or Justin Fields? C.J. Stroud.
5: We wouldn't even have to think twice about it. C.J. Stroud's played nine games. Yeah,
3: yeah. except would... if Tyler Scott catches that pass yesterday, I, I, not, we have a different opinion on yes, what took place. I, no, Chris, I, yes. yesterday's not no. on Justin. Believe me, I'm not saying yeah. that.
7: But we would still. Yeah, Stroud
5: all is playing answer.
7: better. C.J. Stroud, he's played nine no. games, and we. Would you rather him. have Justin Fields or Bryce Young? Um, I'd rather have Fields right now. I think I would rather have Fields. I think you would too. Yes. I think common sense would dictate that yes. that's what you'd rather have. Yeah, I would rather have yeah. Fields. You want uh, who's the quarterback that uh, was miserable in San Francisco? Trey Lance? Yeah. Would you rather have Trey Lance or Justin? I don't Fields? know. We haven't ever seen him. We've seen him play like three games. Oh, I think Justin. Oh, oh, Justin. I, I but think we've John never seen Lynch him play. And I think Kyle Shanahan saw enough of Trey Lance, to be able to draw a conclusion. They drew a conclusion. When you trade away the guy that you traded a bunch of draft capital for, they traded him away and said, "We screwed I, up." I'd rather have Justin. We screwed up. He needs to change a venue. Maybe Trey Lance hits somewhere else, but he's not going to hit with the San Francisco Fire if he even diners. gets a chance. Who yeah. knows?
5: Three one two three three two ESPN. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie in 20 minutes. And tonight, after Waddle and Sylvie, Bleck and Abdallah are on 6-8, they will be at the Anastasia's in Antioch with Lance Briggs for another football night in Chicago with Miller Lite. It's a holiday week. I mean, the bears stink, but let's be festive. Thanksgiving. Yurko's going to drive the bus on Wednesday. We always love that. Yurko's driving on Wednesday. I am. He'll give us the swirl recipe. What do you mean
7: I am? What do you mean you
5: drive every uh, year? I, I think before we should have a swirl on the show. I think we should too. And you know what? Most of our bosses aren't going to be here. Oh, they uh, I know they've yeah. imposed. Can you believe they? They've hightailed they, it out they, of they, town. They're telling us that we have to remove all the booze from yeah. the office. You believe that? What?
7: Since when? What kind of a world are we living in? Since uh, when? Uh, but I think we, we can we sneak it. We must add some of the local barristers come down the pipeline and. Uh Say what? You guys allow booze in the office? No, 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 no. Don't tell Danny or Keith, but we might just
5: celebrate with a few cocktails on its it's way. It's uh, Wednesday, the the day before
7: Thanksgiving. Is that the old Croatian checkerboard passing us by right now? It looks like
5: it. Yeah, doesn't it? So go see Black and Abdallah tonight to kick off your holiday week. Antioch, Anastasia. And we love Anastasius. We did shows
7: there in, in the past. It's
5: been a while. But Anastasia's in Antioch with Lance Briggs and Black and Adal tonight. Next Wednesday, we've got the big event with all the shows over at Binney's. Uh, our few barrel oh, picks that's are going to be available. That's next week. That's a
7: week from Wednesday. And I'm excited on about And December that. 6th, Yurko. December 6th. Breaking news. Breaking news. On December 6th, I'm excited about this.
5: We have a special Whiskey U. A Whiskey U? And it's going to, to be... In my basement. No, no. Not, not in your basement. Okay. We have a special Whiskey U happening on Wednesday, December 6th. You can come hang with Tom Waddle and me this is special. the Elm in downtown LaGrange. The Elm's a great place. In downtown LaGrange? Dan Spain is the owner. No relation to Sarah, I don't think. Uh, Dan is the, the owner. Insane in the Spain. Insane, insane in, in the, the membrane. Membrane. Spain. Yeah. Uh, Dan Spain and his great crew at the Elm have a fabulous place downtown LaGrange. Fabulous. Right by the train station? Just about two blocks south. Lovely. You can take the the train if you want. If you're in the city, hop on the BNSF. The the morning train. Take the morning train. Uh, That way you can get real looped up with us. Uh, It is going to be Wednesday, December 6th at the Elm and LaGrange. Me and Waddle. Is that
7: the one with the bowling alley in the basement?
5: No, there's no, no a different one. All right, yeah. go. You're thinking of the village The elm. Uh the I'm elm. not thinking of the village people, no. No, the village club. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, it's got a bowling alley in yeah. the basement. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna be drinking two uh bourbons and a scotch. Of course, that's why Waddle's coming. We're gonna try some Highland uh, two Park. two
7: bourbons and the scotch. Yeah,
5: two bourbons and a scotch, baby. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like a TV. Sounds show. exciting. We're yeah. gonna drink some Wyoming whiskey, some Noble Oak, and then some Highland Park. Single, malt, scotch, and Waddle's already getting excited. How many years? I believe, I don't know if it's age-dated. 12 if it years? It's 10
7: or 12, yeah. 10 or 12 years old? Yes, 22. Okay. The scotch we're talking about. The scotch, yes, yes, yes. yes.
5: And the bourbon? Uh, I don't know how old either. Wyoming whiskey, I don't think either really age date, but I'm guessing anywhere from about three to five or six years. Beautiful. Issues. Yes. So, that so, is Wednesday the 6th. Make your plans now to hang with Waddle and me. It's going to be a lot of fun. We finally are doing a scotch, and Waddle said, well, I just need to be a part of that. Let's go to Paul in Michigan on ESPN 1000. Hello, Paul. Hey, guys. How's it going?
7: Good, man. How are you? Doing good.
5: I'm good. Uh, yeah, just I think that the
9: Bears have a JV coaching staff, and I just don't get it. I mean, aren't we a founding franchise? Shouldn't we Shouldn't we go after a real coach like, say, my my guy Jimmy Harbaugh? Ideally. Or... Yeah. You know, I mean, look, the the he's gonna he's gonna want to leave college again. Yes. You back up you back up the truck. You unload the freaking money. Put him in and just say this is it. Because right. I'm gonna, telling you right he, now, yeah. Brandon Staley's going to go and, and and over there with the Chargers. Somebody's going after Harbaugh and, and somebody's going to get him.
5: Of course, absolutely, yeah.
7: Paul, no doubt. Paul, He'll be coaching good, in the NFL, right, Paul? He's going to leave Michigan because he's not going to have a choice. Right. He'll be coaching in the NFL. So he's going he's to leave Michigan because he won't have a choice.
5: So Washington's going to – I'm surprised Ron Rivera has a job this morning, uh, to be honest with you. Well, has uh, Washington
7: you, never fired a coach
5: in the middle of the season? You can't let Tommy DeVito throw three touchdowns and beat your ass. Look like I mean. an all-star.
7: Uh, now, now uh, Ron Rivera is not at fault for turning the ball over six times. I get that. He's also not at fault for what else – trading away with two of his better pass rushers. How do you turn it over six times? That's not his fault. That's not his fault. The organization has sent the crystal clear signal to the team. We really don't care about you guys because we're reshuffling the deck and you guys are there and you got to play out the string. Did you? uh I mean, it's not Chico's fault. They've decided to abandon yeah, ship on you, this you, year's you
5: can't get your You can't get your ass beat by Tommy DeVito. That's and right. That you can't. You can't. But yet the, you do. the Commanders did the Bears a solid. Yeah. More wins for the
7: Giants. Better for us. Better for, for us. Fans.
5: Better for the Bears.
7: Um dare I you hear they had no hot water after the game? I, that happened to me in Oakland, Alameda County Stadium. No hot water at FedEx, yeah. FedEx Field. Didn't pay the bills. You got to pay the bills to have hot water, guys. That's the way the it works. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oakland, Alameda County Stadium, 1996. We lost to the the Raiders. Yeah, We're going to take a shower no hot water. Did the best you can, went the cold water, but then the soap doesn't soak up. It doesn't have the rub. Uncomfortable. Bunch of stinky guys all the way from Oakland back to Jacksonville. That's, That's a not long flight. But it happens, you know. It's life a life. Washington, uh, a luxury. Not so much sometimes.
5: Washington will probably be looking for a coach. Maybe the Bears. Uh, I would think the Chargers. Who knows what happens in New England. I still have a hard time believing that he's going to fire Bill Belichick, but who knows. There will be opportunities. This kid in Detroit, I like. I like Ben Johnson. I just that's do. who you want. You I want Ben do. Johnson. And I thought you saw it again yesterday. What I think their Publ- scheme
7: is good. Yeah. What about Eric Public be Enemy? I like Johnson more, but hey, all right. Ben. They're going to throw. Are they going to throw him out with the bathwater over in Washington?
5: Maybe, maybe he get- Chico's guy. Maybe he gets a look to be the. Maybe they do fire Chico at some point and He gets a look to be the coordinator. I don't know, or to be the coach. The head coach, know. Coach Roberts in Arlington Heights. What's up, Coach?
9: Hey, thanks guys for taking my call. Uh, I can just picture J.D., you know, he played for me. Yep, that's right. In Buffalo Grove. And I can just picture him hearing the question, well, why'd they do this? Why'd they do that? And he, I can just see his face and hear him. I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they do that. And I'm not here to bash any players. I've been in this game coaching for 43 years. And, yes, I really like the comment made a few minutes ago. Yes, we could win with Justin. We could win with him. Yesterday was a gutty performance by a number of players. But who's ever in charge, if it's Coles, whoever it is, had to call the meeting with Everflus and Getze, 8 a.m., sitting in the office, across from the desk, and ask them one question. Whose decision was it to run on that last series to play, not to lose. And if they dance around and don't give you a good answer, which, then have the gumption. You need to go down and clean out your locker.
5: Which play, coach? Are we talking about specifically? Not so first to lose.
9: and second down. plays. The, the two oh, running, two running plays. The yeah. two running plays. First and second down. Got it. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Why do Why do we go in the bag? I learned a long, long time ago, and I think a number of my brother and my high school coaches would agree. You got the lead and you got the ball, and I don't care what level you're at, and you've been playing pretty damn good. Go to win the game.
5: Yeah. Well, uh, don't go to lose it. Yeah. Coach, thanks. Coach Roberts, appreciate it. I mean, they took the shot to Tyler Scott and they had it. It was a great ball by Justin. They had it. It's what losing teams do. They find ways. Detroit, meantime, shouldn't have won. They found a way. Detroit's got 16 wins in its last 20 games. You realize that? Yes. Going back to last year? Mm -hmm. The Lions. Are 16 and 4 over their last 20 games. Is that an 800 winning percentage, Jericho? Check my math. It is.
7: That's an 800 winning percentage. Yes. The Lions. Well, the other team had three timeouts. You wanted to force them to use the timeouts. Probably what yes. you might have been thinking at the time. Yeah. The other thinking at the time, you and I counted it, Carm. Nine guys in the box. Nine. One guy was going to be unblocked all the time. So if, J- J- uh, if uh, Justin Fields was going to pull the ball. He'd have been one-on-one in the corner with the guy whose number one was on the back of his uh, Detroit Lions jersey. He'd have been one-on-one on on the corner if he pulled the hand off and he wanted to go to the perimeter and try to beat that guy with his athleticism. I'd have rather taken my chances there than diving my running back into a line where he had zero chance of success. So maybe or go ahead, and that's the time I run uh, a, a wide receiver, not so much screen. Just a hitch to my wide receiver and say, "Beat him and stay in bounds." Hmm. I like that idea. Right? Yeah. There's your simple throw. Get it to your wide out. Beat him and stay now in beat
5: him and stay in bounce. Down in bounds. Right. All right. Uh, we'll grab uh, a few more calls. We got a White Sox holiday pack to give away. We got to free up some wines to do that. I'll try. If we don't do this today, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, Abdallah, do we have to worry about this today? Can we do it tomorrow? Abdallah's like, "Yeah, do yeah, do, you it yeah no, no. do it today. <laughs> or tomorrow. Say, do it today. Do it today." Abdallah's like, "I don't care." We, I, we don't have any no, free lines he, he to do said He
3: said do it today, and I, I vocalize it.
5: A, but we don't have a... It, we'll, it'll be
3: fine. He's saying do fine. it today. We'll, do it today. We'll
5: do it. Yep. We'll try it. We'll try Make to it, it, happen. it. Caller 1. I mean, There's no free lines. It's we, Bears Monday. Well, I'm just saying. All right. We'll, 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 we'll find a way. We'll press on. Wow, look at that. There's an open line. I think of dollar just... On somebody. All right. Caller 1. You win uh, a White Sox holiday pack. You get a White Sox holiday flex pack. One dog. Lance Johnson. Lance Johnson, you win. Paging one dog. Uh, Buy yours for that uh, White Sox fan in your life today. WhiteSox.com slash holiday packs. We'll be right back.
7: Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just
5: ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000.
7: Wilson on the move. Tungo by Lola. Nice catch! Here goes Hill! Kiss him goodbye! Touchdown, Tyreek Hill! What a throw!
5: And then Hill rockets in for six! I'll make it easy as we kick off our Players of the Weekend, brought to you by the great folks over at Total Roofing and Construction. See them for all your roofing and home improvement needs. Tyreek Hill had a hand injury left in the second quarter, came back, still popped for over 100 at a touchdown. Tyreek now has 1,222 receiving yards on the year, Yurko. That puts him on pace for 2,077. Now, he does have two games to go against uh, D.J. Reed and Sauce Gardner, and he's got a game against Ron Bland, who you love. He's got to play the Cowboys, too. Yes. They've got that first game against the Jets he's this weekend. He's also got a hand issue. I'm he's some got sort. a hand injury, yeah. right. But uh, what everybody wants to know is can he break the all-time record? Now, Calvin Johnson holds that record, 1,964 receiving yards. Nobody's ever gone over 2,000. Calvin did that in 2012 when it was a 16 game schedule. He averaged 122.8 yards per game. Tyreek's averaging 122.2. How about that? That's They're separated good. by six tenths of a yard right now, Yurko. That's it. Cooper Cup, of course, had 1947 two years ago. That was in 17 games. He averaged 114.5 per game. So can Tyreek, with the extra game, become the first receiver to ever get to 2,000 yards? Again, he's on pace for 2,007-7. There's not much wiggle room. we will have to continue to pop yeah. for one twenty two a game. That's right. tough, especially with some of the matchups he still has. Tough but. to be
7: that consistent.
5: He's and got 1,200 receiving yards here. Third
7: in the MVP voting, That's by incredible. the way. Third in the MVP voting for Cooper Cup that year. Third in the MVP voting, right. Yeah, And wow. even when he had the 2,400-plus, 20-plus touchdowns, that year for um, – it's been a, it's become a quarterback award. It is. That year for uh, the kid in San Francisco now, Christian McCaffrey. Yes. Even when he had that year with Carolina, nobody ever even thought about him being no a votes. MVP candidate. Never yes. got a vote.
5: Never got one vote. All right, Eric, who are you going with uh, from the weekend?
7: Players of the weekend. Well, I right. tell you, um, there's a lot of good football being played out there. Unfortunately, not as much as it was necessary in Chicago. I'll take the defensive back from Dallas that I've been talking about all Ron day. Ron Bland. Yeah. His fourth pick six of the year. I I want to point out to the city of Chicago what a corner is supposed to do. He has 11 interceptions. For all the Jalen Johnson defenders out there who want to tell me he's the greatest cornerback in the league right now. And then they want to to point to pass breakups. And I forget who said. I never asked how many pass breakups anybody had. I think it could have been uh, Pat the Compromiser. Our guy. Pat the Designer, I mean, right? Pat the Designer. Pat the designer, our guy said, "Hey, I never said, I'm boy, dead. how many I'm passes dead. I'm were dead. I'm dead. how many I'm passes dead. were broken <laughs> He's doing off their bits. <laughs> Pat
5: the compromise. Yeah,
7: but how many That's, pass breakups did Deion Sanders have? He asked the question last night. I don't know. None. Nobody ever asked that question. Nobody cares how many pass breakups you had. How many picks did you have? How many did you return for a touchdown? That's all anybody ever wants to know. It's true. So I'm going to take the Pat. kid, Carm. What's his name it's a from Ron Dallas? Bland. Another interception yeah, return Cameron for a touchdown for this year. Oh, he might be a Hall of Famer because of all the returns he has. He might break Devin Hester's record of returns Abdallah.
6: Dallas. Uh, this is a player that played on the weekend. I don't know if he's the player of the weekend, but uh, the Bulls won Saturday night. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but post game, uh, uh, Zach Levine had a great interview post game. You guys he was on. Awesome. He was balls. on the. He was on the court doing the post game interview. Now you're busting with balls. everybody. No, he pushed away a Bulls PR staffer, a young lady, uh, as she tried to stop him for the post game interview in a game that they won. But no, he pouted off the court. Well, what because, was he mad about? Uh, he probably probably didn't pulled, get the last shot. He
7: pulled a pippin. Team
6: but won no, the game.
7: Cool. You didn't get the last shot. Good and you job for
6: you. Good job. Zach yep. Levine.
7: Well, well, there you
5: go. I like that boy. I tell you, this is taking exact. a turn.
6: <laughs> uh, Black, a dark got? turn. I Jeez. It. What do you
3: got, Black? And uh, Michael Penix. Sorry. I'm going to go outside Penix. the box. I'm going to give it to college football. Oh. Uh, you know why? Because Ooh. heading into last week, uh, heading into Saturday, it was like a sleepy college football weekend. But if you were watching college football on Saturday night, almost every single game went down to the final two minutes. One score games. I thought the college football surprised when it wasn't expected to be a great Saturday of college football. Oh, there so you go, because you had uh, Washington beat Oregon State. You had the Missouri Florida game. Nebraska uh, Wisconsin went to overtime. You had one score games all going to the finish. It was a great night of college football. So nice. to all of college football, you're a prime time player. Wow.
5: And I'll tell you this, Bo Nix continues to look uh, Bo Nix look great at, at least amongst all Oregon. of like Oregon. Yeah, I mean, Bo Nix, you know, like it was another loss for Caleb Williams, another loss for Drake May, right? They ended up getting uh, beat. Um uh, I'm trying to fit. Well, you know who continues to play great is uh, is what's his name is uh, Jaden Daniels. But I mean they've got three losses. But like Bo Nix continues to show out. They keep winning. And he, he, he yeah, Jaden da-
3: Daniels has the best stats in college. Football. He
5: does for sure. But I think if Bo Nix doesn't get tripped up if Oregon runs the table here in the regular season these next two weeks, I think Bo Nix is your Heisman winner. So he's awfully good. Uh, let's see. Let's grab David Lake in the hills real quick. Try to grab. Oh, we're really running out of time. But go ahead, hey, Dave. guys.
6: In. Hey, guys. So, Kirk, I talked to you at B-W last Friday, and I yeah. said I think the I think the Bears are going to win. I really think they're going to come out. Justin's going to have a good game. They're going to be trying to prove something. Well, and then you said, yeah, you get the turnovers, and the, yeah, they could win. It'd be nice. So I'm watching the game, and I'm like, holy cow, these guys look they're good. Win right against, against Detroit too. Yeah, and and then the turnovers are happening, and then like with four minutes or something like that left. They run the ball twice right up the middle into a pile of Detroit players. It's like they got a call from upstairs and said, hey, you guys are supposed to lose this game. What are you doing?
4: So then they just <laughs> flip the switch.
6: <laughs> I, and, trust I don't me, get it.
4: That's I know.
5: funny, Dave. I definitely don't think they got that call, but we're now 11 games in. I hate to say it, but it's Thanksgiving week. It's like... I hate it, but it's draft status is going to matter a little bit now yeah, going on. forward probably.
7: I, I mean, the turkey's getting carved, and we're going to be carving up the Bears yeah. coaching right. staff here saying goodbye to a lot of people. We'll
5: cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie for a little. The coach will be on with them in about 15 minutes. If you're on the line, sit tight. They're going to take all your calls because I know Bears fans want to continue to vent, and rightfully so. We're back in two minutes. Stink Schlereth has the final word.
7: Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to. Today's final word on Carmen and Yuriko. One of
4: the things they say, you can't put two guys in one hole. And there they are right there. See all the guys.